Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 315. It is Wednesday, March 3rd, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and Amazon, Zillow, Lyft, and Slack are being targeted by a dependency confusion vulnerability. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Good morning. Happy Hump Day. And if that title didn't confuse you, then I want to talk to you about hiring you. Wherever you're listening to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, that would be spectacular. And if you're in a HIPAA-compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type Get HIPAA Compliance into the search and join the group. I almost said hiccup, and that actually is H-I-C-P, we'll call it hiccup as a nickname, is part of um, healthcare cybersecurity. I don't remember what the acronym stands for, but it's H-I-C-P. And sort of, in a way, is part of the 405D task force, which I'm a part of. So I guess it's a Freudian slip. Um, let's jump into the news, though, because I'm getting way off track already, and we haven't even started. Microsoft did release an out-of-band security update for Exchange Server to address vulnerabilities in Exchange Server 2013, 2016, and 2019. A remote attacker can exploit three remote code execution vulnerabilities. They are tracked as CVE 2021, 26857, 26858, and 27065 that will allow them to take control of the affected systems. And then another one, uh, 2021-26855, to obtain access to sensitive information. So Microsoft did release an out-of-band security update. So of course, next Tuesday will be Patch Tuesday. Um, But they felt this was an urgent need and pushed it out. On ThreatPost compromised website images, camouflage oblique, RAT, which is short for Remote Access Trojan. Malware, you should know that by now. If you listen to this at all, you know RAT is short for Remote Access Trojan. Email spreading the oblique RAT malware now make use of steganography, disguising their payloads on compromised websites. So steganography is hiding code or text inside of an image, mostly usually text, but apparently you can do code as well. The oblique rat malware is now cloaking its payloads as seemingly innocent image files that are hidden on compromised websites. The remote access Trojan, which has been operating since 2019, spreads via emails which have malicious Microsoft Office documents attached. Previously, payloads were embedded into the documents themselves. Now if users click on the attachment, they're redirected to malicious URLs where payloads are hidden with steganography. Researchers warn that the new tactic has been helping oblique rat operators to avoid detection during the malware's targeting of various organizations in South Asia, where the goal is to ultimately send victims an email with malicious Microsoft Office documents, which, once clicked, fetch the payloads and ultimately exfiltrate various data from the victim. So, fairly complex routine. There's actually a little map on here of how it works. Um, So, compromised websites get the images, then send a malicious document, which starts a payload, which launches oblique rat and connects back to a command and control server. And uh, I would imagine at some point there's data theft and uh, maybe potentially ransomware. Google fixes 
second actively exploited Chrome zero day bug this year. So it's only March, there's already been two zero days. Zero day again being actively exploited, uh, or usually actively exploited, but has not been patched yet. Google has fixed an, an act Google has fixed an actively exploited zero day vulnerability in Chrome 89.0.4389.72 version released yesterday. So if you have a Chrome update, you need to push it. It should now say update in the top right corner of your Chrome browser. But if not, you just click on the three little dots, go to help and about Google Chrome, and it'll tell you whether or not there's an update available. And of course, our clients are automatically updated, so you don't have to worry about it. Um, Google's aware of reports that an exploit CVE 2021-21166 exists in the wild. The Google Chrome 89.0.4389.72 announced to yesterday. Uh, and then it goes to the article, talks about how to update. And then it lists a whole bunch of bugs that were um, actively exploited in an earlier zero day, earlier this year in February. Payroll giant Prism HR outage likely caused by ransomware attack. Leading payroll company Prism HR is suffering a massive outage after suffering a cyber attack this weekend that looks like ransomware attack from conversations with customers. Prism HR is an online payroll benefits and human resource platform used by professional employer organizations. PEO for short, PEOs use this platform to provide payroll, HR, and benefits services to their clients, commonly small and medium-sized businesses. So it sounds like they were hit with a cyber attack over the weekend. They now believe it to be a ransomware attack based on conversations with employees. Uh, no indication who the attacker was, but I'm sure we will hear more, or what the demand was for that matter. But I'm sure we will hear more about that in the coming days. Malaysia Airlines discloses a nine-year-long data breach. That is pretty bad. Malaysia Airlines has suffered a data breach spanning nine years that exposed the personal information of members in its Enrich Frequent Flyer program. Starting yesterday, Malaysia Airlines began emailing members of their Enrich Rewards program to disclose that they were affected by a data breach. According to Malaysia Airlines, the breach occurred at a third-party IT service provider who notified the airline that member data was exposed between March 2010 and June 2019, so it's actually more than nine years, and then a year and a half later before we're reporting it. Malaysia Airlines was notified of a data breach, data security incident at one of its third-party IT service providers, which involves some personal data of members of Enrich, Malaysia Airlines' frequent flyer program. Between the period of March 2010 and June 2019, the incident did not affect Malaysia Airlines' own IT infrastructure and systems in any way. So it's not really the airline itself but one of their service providers that was uh, hit with a data breach so um, but nine years is a long time I don't know how you that goes undetected you you have to have almost zero IT in place for that to happen solar winds because we haven't heard about that in a little while reports three and a half million dollar in expenses from supply chain attack I am actually impressed that it's not more than that um, and it even says in this article, which is on Bleeper Computer, while $3.5 million doesn't seem too much compared to the aftermath of the SolarWinds supply chain attack, the incurred expenses reported so far were recorded through December of 2020, with significant additional costs being expected through the, throughout the next financial period. So there'll probably be more is what they're saying, but so far, $3.5 million, it's cost SolarWinds, but 
I don't know if that includes damaged reputation. Uh, you know, supposedly the SolarWinds MSP product wasn't impacted, although they're rebranding it. And um, I know of people who are jumping off of the SolarWinds platform, even the MSP side, which wasn't impacted, allegedly. So there's going to be a reputation hit. There's going to be um, a lot of hits from, you know, maybe clients leaving. I don't know if there's a competitor that offers a similar product at the level that SolarWinds offers it, but that means um, significant loss, financial loss to SolarWinds because of all of this at some point. So 3.5 million so far, more to come. Microsoft announces Windows Server 2022 with new security features. So good news. We like good news sometimes, right? Throw and mix in some good news. Microsoft says that Windows Server 2022 will come with security improvements and will bring secured core to the Windows Server platform. Windows Server 2022 is now in preview and provides secured connectivity enabled by industry standard AES-256 encryption. So if you know anything about encryption, that is the currently the um, best available to the public is what I'll say best available encryption to the public so that's server 2022 if you want to preview it you can uh, you will have to you I'm sure you could spin one up on Azure or, or maybe AWS I don't know I haven't looked or you probably in the past has always been the case where you can download and use it for six months to preview it um, I don't know again I haven't checked the website to see if it's available but if you have a box or a virtual machine to put it on, you can do that as well if it's available. And malicious NPM packages target Amazon Slack and new dependency attacks. The threat actors are targeting Amazon Zillow, Lyft, and Slack Node.js apps using new dependency confusion vulnerability to steal Linux Unix password files and open reverse shells back to the attackers. Last month, Bleepy Computer reported that security researcher Alex Bursnan Burson earned bug bounties from 35 companies by utilizing a new flaw in open source development tools. This flaw works by attackers creating packages utilizing the same names as a company, internal repositories, or components when hosted on a public repositories, including NPM, Pi, Pi, and Ruby Gems. Dependency managers would use the packages on the public repo rather than the company's internal packages when building the application. So we did talk about this um, a couple weeks ago, I think, where the packages, when looking for updates, would go out and look for it and download these packages uh, that were 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 compromised um, and similar to a supply chain attack where now that company is now pushing out this package to multiple um, vendors or, or clients or whatever it may be, now you're impacting not just Amazon or not just Zillow, but other people too. Um, and, and so it goes on to talk about how the de this dependency confusion would allow an attacker to inject their own malicious code into an internal application in a supply chain attack. So that's really the goal there. Similar to what SolarWinds, what happened with SolarWinds, kind of the same idea um, and so now that these pa these companies Amazon Zillow Slack and Lyft are being targeted 
And we have some HIPAA breaches to report. 12 Oaks Recovery, a Navarre, or Navarre Florida-based addiction and mental health treatment center has discovered an unauthorized individual, gained access to its network, installed malware, installed documents from its systems. The attack was detected on December 13th when unusual network activity was detected. A forensic investigation confirmed malware had been deployed on December 13th and following day data exfiltration was confirmed. Well, that's impressive because they don't usually confirm that. All in all, 9,023 patients impacted. The usual information, names, addresses, dates of birth, medical record numbers, and social security numbers. And of course, they will offer credit monitoring for probably two years and has enhanced its network monitoring tools, the stuff they should have been doing all along. Rainbow Rehab Centers at Livanoia, Michigan-based provider of therapeutic rehab services for individuals with brain and spinal cord injuries has discovered an unauthorized individual gained access to an employee's email account that contained the protected health information of 1,749 patients and information about its employee group health plans. Third-party forensic experts were engaged to investigate the breach and confirmed that a single email account was breached. A review of the account revealed it contained PHIs such as names, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, appointment scheduling notes, and medical plan and benefits enrollment information. It was not possible to be de- to determine if any of that information was accessed by the attacker, but no reports have been received that suggest any patient information has been misused. Summit Behavioral Healthcare, Brentwood, Tennessee-based provider of behavioral health services and operator of 18 addiction treatment centers throughout the United States has discovered two employee email accounts were compromised starting in late May 2020. A third-party digital forensics firm was engaged to investigate the breach, and on January 21, 2021, it was confirmed that protected health information was contained in the compromised accounts that and may have been accessed or obtained by unauthorized individuals. The information in the accounts varied from individual to individual and may have included names in combination with one or more of the following types of data. Social security numbers, diagnosis or symptom information, treatment information, prescription information, health insurance numbers, medical history, financial account information, Medicare, Medicaid, identification numbers, and health care provider information. Jacobson Memorial Hospital and Care Center in Elgin, North Dakota has discovered an email account containing the protected health information of 1,547 patients has been accessed by an unauthorized individual. Breach was detected on or around August 5th, 2020. So that's what, um, five, six, seven, eight months ago. And a third party cybersecurity firm was hired to investigate the breach and determine if any information had been accessed. It appears that the attack was conducted in order to send spam emails from the account. However, it is possible that patient information was viewed. Probably was. And finally, Kaiser Permanente has fired an employee for accessing members' medical records without authorization. The privacy breach was detected on December 28th, and the investigation confirmed the records were accessed for reasons unrelated to individuals' health care service needs. The types of information in your record include names, address, telephone numbers, email addresses, dates of birth, and photographs, but no other sensitive information. So, little insider threat stuff going on in that last one. It doesn't say what he was looking for, he or she, but nevertheless, they have, you know, names, addresses, telephone numbers, and email addresses is a little concerning. That is going to do it for this edition of the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily, so until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.